Hello, and welcome to Tavern Chat, the uh, daily vidcast podcast of uh, gaming, old school gaming, D&D related news articles and such. So today we're going to touch on Dungeons, which really covers, what, like every fancy RPG, but even goes beyond that. But Joe, Delore, and myself, we discussed Dungeons a bit on Friday night's live stream. We were doing Iron Ration, that's every other Friday night. And we were talking about Dungeons and the idea that Dungeons are getting smaller as combats have gotten longer as additions have gotten a bit more complicated when it comes to combat options. And therefore, you're going to explore less in the same amount of real-world game time, uh, so you don't need as many rooms to explore. So it was just, you know, we, we were working on that. So we actually got a voicemail. The voicemail is from uh, Jason Rocky Gardner. Uh, he's half of the Silver Boulet publishing team. The other half is Ian McCartney. Great stuff. If you see it uh, for sale, snag it. Especially if you're old school gamers, because it's really old school gamer related. If, you, if you're 5e, I don't know if it's going to strike your fancy. But uh, Rocky called with some comments about dungeons. And at the same time, right before I came onto this podcast, I, I talked briefly about this via Discord chat with none other than Greg Christopher, who I've known for years, and Greg is a game designer. And uh, he had some ideas about Dungeons too, so I might delve into a bit of that. But first, let's go to Rocky. Of course, because my son just called. All right, Rocky. I just got done listening to you guys talking about where all the dungeons went. So... It wasn't so much where all the dungeons went, but how they're getting smaller, how they're getting more compact. And by the way, I turned the volume off because my son called right as I was starting this before. So, uh, best laid plans. But in any case, yes. And uh, um, I think they're still out there. I know of at least three mega dungeons in fifth edition right now. And that's something like, almost like an oxymoron because a mega dungeon in fifth edition. See, one of the aspects of a mega dungeon that always confused me was how to keep it level appropriate, right? If it's a me mega dungeon, how do you make sure that your party is level appropriate before they're going now? With old school gaming, level appropriate is oh shit, you've come across something that's going to kick your ass, time to back off, right? But new editions are, are the assumption that things are going to be level balanced. For the players, for the PCs. So that for fifth edition mega dungeons, I'd love to hear some feedback on how you actually balanced it out. Um Wonder Mountain just got redone by Wizard. I had no idea. And I'll be honest with you, Under Mountain had these worthless maps that were poster sized, but you could and they were really small square hexes, squares. But you know what? You couldn't put it on your gaming table, right? So it was it was something that just was not usable in my experience. I'm sure others can say different. Last year, maybe the year before, um, Rapanathic by Frog God. And Rapanathic came out for 5e. Beautiful job done. 
and they had to rebalance it. My understanding is from the Pathfinder and uh, Swords with Reversions. Uh, again, beautiful book, full color, love it. And the Grand Temple of Jing. Grand Temple of Jing is something that I, I think there's been. Oh my God! How many different editions, printings of this thing? I I, I have to go back onto uh, my own blog. I know I did blog posts about this back in the day. I think I actually had some prior version of it. God only knows. This came out from Kickstarter. Literally, I got my copy about two weeks ago. So the big dungeons are still out there. Uh, little dungeons, they never go away, right? Like. And a little dungeon is, and where do you draw the line of it's a dungeon as opposed to just a lair, right? And, and I know this is kind of splitting hairs, but I always see a dungeon as having a certain size and a lair and a tomb is small. Now, that coming from me, I, as a DM, prefer my dungeon levels or my uh, tombs or whatever. On the smaller side, usually five to eight rooms, because I like stuff that can be wrapped up in a single night of adventuring. At the same time, I love mega dungeons, but I just don't like designing them. So when I'm designing, I go small. When I'm reading, I like to go big. We call them layers. We call them different names, but they're always still there. And I think that largely the definition of dungeon is a little too... Specific. All right, it could be. I'll grant you that, Rocky. But again, you're you're a bit more of a designer than I am, so let's let's, let's hear your your take on it. I think a dungeon should be anything with connecting rooms, four, five, or more, with something at the end to acquire. All right. So so yeah, but then it's like it's like a, reading a tomb. Like you know, you're gonna go into this tomb of. Uh, Lord Schmuckenoff, because Lord Schmuckenoff got buried with their scepter, and either it's valuable or it's got supposed magical powers. Does that make it a dungeon if there's, I don't know, four rooms total? I don't know. I, again, I, defining it is hard. I, but I will say I do believe they've gotten smaller. I think the best, the best definition for a dungeon, I don't think it matters if it's in a forest with Five different clearings. Now, that's interesting because Rocky's saying it could be a dungeon. Well, you know what? And this goes back to what Greg Christopher was talking about. He was talking that dungeons are great because uh, as a GM, they give you sessions worth of adventuring for your party. And you only have to, like, you can read it and know it. And you don't have to always be on, on top of things. Your party's more focused. But when you play a sci-fi game, you kind of lose out on that, right? On a sci-fi game, it's like almost like the universe is the sandbox. However, and uh, I'm going to put this out there. Hoax and Horrors Basic Black Edition from Bedroom Wall Press. You can get it at drive through RPG. Hulks and Horrors. It's well, it's pay what you want in PDF, but it's also pay what you want for the soft cover. I got the soft cover somewhere. I'd, I'd have to dig it out or just 
buy a new one. I don't think it was pay what you want when I got it, but I remember being impressed with it. And now, what is the great thing about hulks and horrors? We are not alone in the universe, but we have few friends. As we emerged on the galactic stage, we found the universe stripped bare of sentient life by a great plague, leaving only the wild beasts and twisted plague horrors wandering the ruined hulks of lost civilizations. We are the surveyors. We explore the uncharted se sectors of space and hunt these ruins for the treasures they contain and the riches they might bring to what sentient life remains. We are not brave, merely foolhardy and desperate. Those who survive become rich beyond dreams. Very few survive. Hoax and Horrors is a science fiction role-playing game of galactic exploration and adventure for two or more players. Now, what does that do for you? What does that say? Well, to me, that's basically saying, here's a science fiction game, and yes, you're in space, but it's basically a dungeon crawl, right? And I like the way they they handle it. So I got to go back and review it because you know there are times you want to do science fiction, and at the same time you don't necessarily want your players to uh, go in all different directions, and you don't want to put them on rails either. And dungeons are self-contained areas that aren't railed, but they are certainly walled. Right? That's part of the uh, the advantage as a GM. When you run a, a, a dungeon, you kind of know what your party's exploration is limited to. You know, a puzzle in one, a, a quote unquote trap in another, a hangman tree in one. Like, that's still a dungeon, it's just outside. Same with a temple or a mega dungeon. Those are my thoughts. I'll talk to you soon. Well, you know, thank you, Rocky. And again, your thoughts got me to explore a bit more on, on my thoughts. And uh, again, yes, the the dungeon is a nebulous term. So maybe I should have said that maybe it's more game design of the later editions downplays the number of combat encounters because combat encounters run longer in general than ones of earlier editions, and certainly. Um, things like uh, Swords and Wizardry or Labyrinth Lord will run quicker than uh, Pathfinder or 5e. But, you know, there you go. All right, folks, we're still in the midst of the world of the pandemic. We're also in the midst of very bad allergy seasons. My nose is itchy and snotty. But with a pandemic, I'm not a medical professional. I'm going to say use your common sense to keep yourself, your friends, your family, your community, your loved ones, healthy and safe. Be safe, be well, God bless for all those dice. For those watching at home, please subscribe. Hit that subscribe button and the like button. And leave a comment. Leave a voicemail, 347-509-5168. Or if you are listening on Anchor, you can always use the Anchor app to leave a voicemail. I listen to them all. I try to get just about damn near every one of them up on the air, because they make it better. They really do. All right, folks, on that note, I'm out of here. Knock on, uh, all right, knock on, knock on the wood underneath my desk uh, covering, but uh, I'll see you all tomorrow. So, Later.